Hello there, I'm Natalia Malu, your unfiltered fit BFF, mom of two turned CEO of a fitness empire. Someone who understands the struggles of trying to stay fit, sane, and sexy, all while juggling work, life, and motherhood. And this is the Unfiltered Fit Life Podcast. Follow along wherever you're listening and join me weekly as I help busy working moms just like you simplify their fitness journey so they can lose weight, regain their confidence, and feel sexy AF. It's time to stop living in the what-ifs and hiding from the cameras. It's time to regain control over your body, feel sexy naked, and wear a bikini confidently. People already see you as a super confident woman, but it's time for you to feel the same way too. Let's go. Hello, hello there, fam. Welcome to another episode of the Unfiltered Fit Life podcast. I am Natalia Mello, your host. And today, the topic of our conversation is a big pet peeve of mine, which is fitness coaches. And this doesn't happen just with fitness coaches, but anybody in the fitness, health, wellness space that they want to make you, the audience who is not an expert, feel dumb just so you feel like you need them at all times. But before I talk about that, I want to say thank you all very much for all the messages congratulating me on the launch of Embody Supplements, which is my brand new supplement line. I decided that I wanted to start small one day at a time. And we have, quite honestly, one of the best pre-workouts that I have ever tried. And if you don't believe me, I will understand. But I'm just going to read some of the testimonials that we've gotten from the members of the Powerhouse Academy and their feedback on energy explosion. Because, you know, you probably don't think that I would say shit, (laughs) which I probably would, but I wouldn't have put it up for sale if I thought it was shit. So here are some reviews that we got from the members of the Powerhouse Academy after they tried the energy explosion. This is one is from Carrie. She said, I tried Natalia's new pre-workout today and what a game changer. My workout was fire. The other one is, I was a bit skeptical to try this as most pre-workouts make me feel amped up and then I crash before lunch and need more caffeine to keep me going the rest of the day. This was a whole different experience today. No jitters, no crash, and I had energy the rest of the day. That meant I got two days worth of house chores in a matter of a half a day. Cannot wait to take this on Monday in a posterior chain workout. I'm excited to see if I'll get better results from this. Five stars here for this one. I'm a fan. We have a few more, but I'm not going to read them all. I'm going to save a few more for next episode as well. And the reason why I'm reading the reviews for the energy explosion is because until the end of September, every week, if you leave a review for the Unfiltered Fit Life podcast and you take a screenshot and you send that to me, every week, we're going to be picking a winner. So write your review and then you send me a screenshot on Instagram or you can post it on Instagram and tag me, whichever one floats your boat. And then you're going to be and in for a chance to win a energy explosion. Every week, we're going to be giving one away until the last week of September. So you don't want to miss it up. Anyway, now that we talked about this, um, I want to talk about a topic that that's something that I have fallen 
for it before I kind of knew better. And even as a trainer, sometimes in the beginning, like the very beginning of my career, I caught myself trying to talk like complicated just so people thought that I wasn't smart. And there have been a few instances that made me want to make this podcast. It's been a combination of a few events. And the first one was a while back. Um, I had a trainer in a gym that I used to go to, and he knew uh, I had a lot of experience. I've been uh, in the fitness space for 25 years, and I've been a, a coach for 15 years. If you haven't listened to the other episodes and you're new around here, hi. Uh, but a little bit of my background, I won the biggest bodybuilding competition in the world. I've been a coach for 15 years. And now what we do is almost like a hybrid of like life coaching, fitness coaching, and mindset coaching. So that's why I don't really like to say that I'm a fitness coach because there is a lot more to what we do than just fitness. Fitness is just one of the things that we do. Anyway, I digress. So this trainer came to me and then he was like, hey, Natalia, I have this client and I want to have her do carb cycling. And I'm like, okay, tell me more. And then he's like, oh, well, you know, she loves going out on the weekends and she, you know, she's drinking bourbon and then she's not complying with her food. And I'm like, hold on a second. So she's already not being compliant with the food. Like, have you asked her to track her food? Oh, yeah, she won't track. And I'm like, okay, uh, have you like given her a meal plan or something like that? Yeah, she won't follow. And I'm like, why are you trying to get this person like to carb cycle, which is something that is substantially more, quote unquote, advanced when she hasn't even been able, you guys have not even been able to come together for her to master the basics. I could see him like his brain kind of going off. And I'm like, why are we trying to talk about carb cycling and intermittent fasting and like all that, the fancy names that fitness professionals are, are trying to use today to convince you that whatever it is, bullshit that they have to sell you is better than everybody else. And then I'm like, why don't we go back to the basics? And you create a strategy that allows her to be compliant, that aligns with her life. Obviously, a little caveat here, okay? Adjusting a plan to your life doesn't mean that you're going to keep on living your life unchangingly, exactly how you did before, and you're going to get different results, okay? Just want to open this here. Like, you cannot keep on doing the same thing and expect a different result. But what I'm saying is more meet the person where the person is at. See where there is small changes that can be made so that results can come, which is not going to come from complicating matters even more because this lady's job is not to be a fitness professional. Her job is not to have a six pack. She has a full-time job. She has kids. She has a husband. She has a social life. She has friends. She doesn't want to have a six pack. She just want to look like good in her clothes and feel confident to get out of the house. And that's what I see. Oftentimes in the fitness space is people focusing on the trees instead of taking a step back and focusing on the forest. And this is something that I see even in events, educational events, and be that for business or more specific to fitness, like fitness specific, not so much how to run a fitness business. 
is that you have somebody, okay, who works with professional athletes, high-level professional athletes, or somebody whose job is to, you know, try to become a professional athlete. Somebody who is, I don't know, preparing for the combine or is a college athlete and then is getting ready to, you know, get picked to play professionally. The reality of somebody like that, and I can say this because being fit has been my job in the past. Although that that's not how I paid my bills. I paid my bills by bartending, but it was a big piece of my reality. So let's say that we have a coach or a trainer that works with professional athletes. Whenever you're working with professional athletes with that demographic, half a percent is significant whenever we're talking about breaking records, whenever we're talking about, you know, matching a sprint on the combine, whenever we're talking about qualifying for the World Cup or the Olympics or whatever the hell that is. So you have speakers like that who are incredibly qualified and they do have a lot to teach, but oftentimes they are out of touch with the life of busy working mother who works corporate for eight, 10 hours a day. And then she gets home and she has to cook dinner. And then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, she has like, I don't know, 50 different sports to take your kids to. And then she still has to drop it like it's hot because she has a husband. And then she has her friends that she doesn't want to lose touch with. So she has girls night out. Using the same strategy in the same lingo and the same fancy everything for the demographic of a a professional athlete with somebody who's just trying to survive and have the fitness fit in there somewhere women especially, I can speak with women because that's the demographic that I work with. That's what makes so many women give up on their fitness goals. Because you have these events where you have a lot of incredibly qualified coaches that work with professional athletes come and speak. And they speak with other trainers who are working with general population. They're not working with NFL athletes. They're not working with, you know, like national soccer players. They're not working with national hockey players, Olympic athletes. They're just working with somebody who wants to, you know, go from, I don't know, 60% body fat to 50. And then that person is there sharing all these strategies, you know, and then you have to give electrolytes mid-workout because it's going to get in the cell. And it, they start to talk all these fancy words that, listen, I've been in the fitness industry for 25 years and I don't even have a fucking clue what, what the person is talking about. And I'm looking at everybody. I'm like, listen, I've been in this space for 25 years and I'm not saying that I know it, everything, but I've heard a lot of things. And a lot of times I at least know where to look for if I hear a word. And I'm like, okay, if I don't know that, but I know at least what it refers to. If I'm fucking lost, somebody who just started being in the fitness space three years ago certainly has no idea what the person is talking about. But everybody's sitting there and looking smart, pretending that they understand. And I'm like, stop it. Y'all have no idea what that person is talking about to begin with. And whenever you do understand something, You get the part where you, oh, and then you have to give electrolytes and then there is the nutrient timing of it all. Yes, you do have all of that, although nutrient timing has been debunked, but I digress. 
all of that is valid. That's what my husband did when he played professional rugby. And he was training for, well, like eight hours a day some days, rain or cold. Yeah, he probably need electrolytes. But somebody who is going to the gym or working from their garage for like an hour a day, three, four times a week, y'all don't need electrolytes and nutrient timing and which one is best to do cardio before or after. Is there evidence on what is best as far as, for example, cardio? Yeah, there is some evidence that doing cardio after you lift weights is superior. But let me ask you a question. If we're talking with somebody who detests doing cardio, okay, and she prefers doing cardio before she lifts weight because that's her preference and that's the only way that she's going to stay consistent with it and compliant with it, me as a trainer, am I going to look at her and be like, Mm-mm, nope, you shouldn't do that because you must do it after. I don't give a shit when she does it as long as she does it. And this is a big problem that we have in the fitness space is that we have so many people obsessing over like details that can have a negative impact on the bigger picture. And then there you have people obsessing over the 5%, which oftentimes will lead like the busy moms, the working moms to feel overwhelmed because they're like, there is no way that I can do all of this that is expected of me on the 5%. And then they give up on the 95% because the 5% becomes too overwhelming. Oh, it's too much. Oh, I have to cook with like Himalayan salt and it can only be organic, but it needs to be freshly washed, but not too washed. And then you have to have breakfast, but breakfast might not be too good. So you don't eat breakfast every day. You just eat breakfast other days. People just start to become so confused that they just do nothing because they become paralyzed because everything becomes so, so much. And then people give up because they have been obsessing over that little branch coming out of a tree instead of taking a step back. And in the grand scheme of things, that fucking branch out of the tree doesn't really make a difference if you're not doing everything else. And that is what is making people so confused. And I have a personal motto that is, if I cannot explain something to like my seven-year-old in a way that he can understand, it's because I don't know about that topic enough. And I think that that's what happens a lot of times when you get on the internet and you have a whole bunch of like fitness professionals trying to like get in a dick measuring contest with each other and trying to talk the fancy words and the bougie words. And it's like in a cellular level, can somebody explain to me, anybody who says it changes your composition at a cellular level, can somebody tell me what exactly means to change somebody at a cellular level? What does it look like? Oh, because this is going to reset your body. What is it resetting? Oh, because it's autophagy and it's incredibly superior because it gets in the cells and then it removes all the toxins. Which toxins? What autophagy? What else can create autophagy? What what else triggers autophagy? But they just keep on talking the, the bougie talks and then it gives the general population, because they're reading all that bullshit, a false 
sense of expertise because they know how to say a few difficult words. And they don't realize that constantly obsessing over the details and the, the fancy words, it's what's holding them back from getting results. And it's incredibly frustrating as a coach because here's my take as a coach and as a person. My job is to simplify the process for you, to make it as simple as possible so you don't even have to think about it and to give you the knowledge so you can keep on repeating that so you can get long-term results. In my opinion, that's what a coach does. Be able to teach you what it is that we're doing, simplify that as much as possible so it doesn't become overwhelming and you focus on the big picture instead of obsessing over the little details. Yeah, we can eventually probably talk about these small details, but most people don't need details. Somebody that comes to me and it's like, I don't know, 30, 40 pounds overweight, you have no business talking about details because if you are 20, 30, 40 pounds overweight, chances are, that you're most definitely not doing the basics. Oh, I know what to do. I'm just not doing it. Bullshit, you don't. You sure don't. I'm yet to find somebody who stays like in a puddle of crap for their own amusement and entertainment. And again, it is not the audience's fault. I think that that's what happens a lot in, a lo in many other fields where you have a lot of people talking strategies. I think that this probably happens a lot in the finance space, in the accounting space, in the wealth building space. A lot of times you don't have quote unquote studies to back it up, but there are a lot of studies that are very flawed, but most people don't know how to understand those studies. And that's where it becomes the problem. So because there is all this information out there, it gives people a false sense of expertise just because they know a few difficult words and like a handful of posts on the gram. And then they go and speak with the so-called quote unquote expert and the so-called experts like, okay, so here's what we have to do. You have to go do like carb cycling. And then after the carb cycling, we do like a 12, 10 window. I don't even know what the fuck it is. 16, eight, something like that window. Because if it's longer than that, if you break your fat, you can, have this snack bar that does not break your fast. But then if you break the fast, and it's just like this whole, I don't know, nonsense. And then whenever people come to us, we're like, okay, so here's what you have to do. And we're often met with, not often, I think that it has improved a lot because I've become a lot more clear that I'm not going to be the person who is going to give you a whole bunch of bullshit just to make myself look smart. But we used to get a lot of resistance from people, they're like, oh, no, but you don't understand. I used to compete. And I'm like, okay, so did I. Well, this is too simple for me. And I'm like, yep. And because you haven't been able to do the simple, that's why you need help right now, because you do not know how to simplify the process. And that's something that I see so much, especially with former competitors. It is just mind-blowing. Oh, I know what to do. I'm just not doing it because, you know, whenever I was competing, bro, I would eat every three hours to speed up the metabolism. Okay. So let me ask this. So you have to eat every three hours to quote unquote, speed up the metabolism. What if you work in a hospital and you cannot eat every three hours? What happens? 
what if you bartend like I did when I was prepping for all my shows and I worked shifts and I couldn't stop to eat? What's going to happen then? It means that my metabolism was slow, even though I was probably burning a zillion calories by running around like a mad woman. And then people get so stuck on the eat every three hours, eat every three hours that they don't do the basics, which is to eat in a caloric deficit and exercise consistently. And boom. But no, we have to eat every three hours because metabolism, bro. And then it's like, oh, and then I have to, you know, do fasted cardio because fasted cardio is superior because it's going to spike the glucose. And then they start to give some bullshit explanation. And I'm like, first of all, that has been debunked, but I digress. And okay, so let's assume that it is superior, fasted cardio. Okay, which is not, but let's assume that it is. What if we have a woman that has to be at work at a time or she gets incredibly dizzy if she does cardio in an empty stomach? Does it mean that she's never going to be able to lose fat? So do you see what I'm saying? Let's go to the, the example of the person. So she gets dizzy every time she gets on top of a treadmill or whatever it is she do her cardio. And... The whole idea that you can only lose fat if you're doing uh, fasted cardio. Okay, she stops altogether. And then what? Focusing on the detail that now we know that is even bullshit, instead of focusing on the bigger picture, how about she does something? I don't care what time she does her cardio, as long as it's done. So that's something that I see very, very often with fitness professionals trying to overcomplicate, which makes the industry a lot more marginalized because then you have, you know, one person saying one thing and then another person saying another thing and then somebody else saying something else. And then you have the people who need help in the middle kind of going from side to side, not knowing what to do. And then you come with a plan that is simple, effective, straight to the point, no bullshit, don't have to think about it. It works with their lives. But they have been so conditioned that in order to get results, it needs to be complicated. It needs to be like almost impossible that you have to, you know, cannibalize your family time and your relationships and you're either on a diet or you're off a diet because, you know, coach is going to beat you up if you eat a bite of bread. Like I tell our girls all the time, you want to eat bread? Go ahead, eat bread. I am never going to be the coach that has to allow or disallow somebody to do something. Listen, this is not the Natalia Mello's daycare. I am not babysitting a whole bunch of grown-ass adults. That's not my job. That's not what a coach's job is. My job is to teach these women how to make educated choices. So whenever they are in a restaurant or they are on vacation, they themselves can make choices that align or don't align with their goals. You will never see anybody in our program saying that, oh, Natalia doesn't allow me to do this. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Oh, am I allowed to have pizza? Yeah, you can have pizza, 100%. So I just want you to make sure that you're keeping this in mind whenever it comes to, you know, working with the next trainer and or finding help. Make sure that you have clarity and you, you understand and that that person is not just bullshitting with a whole bunch of complicated talk just so they can make themselves sound smart. 
All right. So this is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you drop that review, grab your energy explosion. And we have news also regarding a challenge that I'm going to be doing, but I will talk about a little bit more about that in the next episode. Bye. See you later. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. But let me ask you, what was your aha moment in today's episode? I would love to know. You can leave me a comment or voice message at the link in the show description. You can also follow me on Instagram and let me know what topics you want to hear more about or who I should have on the show. As for today, this is it for today, guys. I'll see you back next week for another episode of the Unfiltered Fit Life podcast.